Hey everybody, welcome to episode 385 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz. It's a workout Wednesday. There has been a little bit of a delay with the episodes coming out on iTunes and Spotify, which are the two major platforms this podcast is downloaded on. So if this is coming out on Thursday, I apologize for that. There'll also be one tomorrow, most likely, if everything's scheduled is good to go. Uh, But three podcasts a week is back, just so you know. It is Workout Wednesday and part two of the series that I'm doing to start 2021 called Back to the Basics. In today's show, because it's Workout Wednesday, I'm talking about training and exercise, and I want to go in a little bit on what you should be doing and what type of activities you should be focusing on. So what exercise should I do? Because that is the most basic question I could think of in regards to workout. There's a lot of ins and outs and details and weeds to workout programming. You can get a little bit nutty with it. You can really study it. There's people whose full-time jobs is studying very small details of programming for bodybuilders, powerlifters, physique athletes, CrossFit competitors, and the average Joe or Jane. It's really really a detailed field, but it comes down to some basics. I want to go over those so you have a good foundation on which to build so you're not getting too lost in the weeds on some of this crazy stuff. Today's show is brought to you by you guys, the listeners. Thank you for listening to the podcast. A lot of good things to come with the Fitness, Food, and Freedom brand. I appreciate you coming along for the ride. I got a lot of good messages on Instagram at Stoltz Jordan about the podcast coming back. Sounds like you guys missed it which is good to hear. So I won't delay any longer. We'll get started today's show. Welcome to another one, episode 385 of the show. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. All right, everybody, back with another show. It's Wednesday, which means I'm talking about training and exercise today. If you guys don't know my history and my field of study, my undergraduate degree is in exercise science. So a little background on me. I initially wanted to be a physical therapist. That was my career aspirations. Sounded like a good career for me as much as a 17, 18-year-old knows what a good career for them is going to be. So that was kind of my goal. And Along the way, I kind of got more interested in injury prevention versus treatment is what I say. So uh, physical therapy, you know, you are rehabilitating after a surgery or an injury or some kind of other problem in your body and how it functions. Um, I got more interested in the strength conditioning field, and that all started with an internship I did at the University of Nebraska with the strength conditioning team, and then that later on went to a position with the strength conditioning staff, graduate school, and um, kind of being a coach there for quite a while. So I worked with a lot of teams, really studied and dove deep into human performance and good programming and what athletes need at different levels. So I know my stuff in this, but I realize 
this podcast might not be talking to a Division One baseball player, Division One volleyball player, Division One track star. This might be talking to an accountant. This might be talking to a stay-at-home mom. This might be talking to a physician. This might be talking to an average Joe or Jane, like I guess I am, right? And advice, I think, is quite a bit different. There's a amount of detail you need at a certain level when you're talking about combining a sport into the mix, when you're talking about injury prevention, and there's a level that you can be at and still do just fine and even thrive without getting too caught up in some of the craziness that is exercise science, biomechanics, and programming. If you follow any fitness people on Instagram that are kind of scientific in nature, um, you will easily kind of get caught up in the details. That's what this whole series is all about, back to the basics. Simplifying those, because you can get caught into the weeds of proper reps, proper sets, proper volume, proper this, proper that, best exercises. That stuff does matter, and that stuff is good to learn and really just soak in like a sponge because these people are very intelligent in their fields. But you might not need all that to make great progress, to get to look how you want to look and perform how you want to perform and be how you want to be. And the fundamental question with exercise is what should I do, right? What is the exercise prescription from you, Jordan, host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, coach, trainer, whatever you want me to be? There are guidelines that I usually have for everybody. And this is going to be really for an athlete. This is going to be for serious people with training. And this is going to be for people just wanting to look better and be healthier too. Your training should involve these five things. And I want to talk about these today. Number one is going to be, you should be doing what you like. And I think that is the one that you just have to follow. It's the non-negotiable. You need to like what you're doing. If you are doing the most optimal training according to the scientific journals, that at that doesn't matter at all if you hate it, if you're not motivated going to the gym, if you kind of dread those workouts, if you get halfway through and want to quit because you're bored or tired or just not into it, you should be doing what you like. Even if it's not optimal, it, pe- it becomes optimal if you stick to it. Even the best exercise program, and I've said this before, is only as good as the person doing it if they can stick to it. So I would rather have you be on a suboptimal training program that you can stick to and that you enjoy and that you love talking about than one that is perfect, but it's not something you're passionate about. So that's rule number one. You need to be doing what you like to do. If you like lifting heavy weights and chasing numbers and strength, train that way, even if it's not necessarily in line with what your goals say. At the end, you are training in a way you like, and you will get there. Maybe you like doing CrossFit workouts or classes with a group of people. That's just fine. Do that if you like it. I'm not going to sit here on this podcast, tell you exactly what you should do, without a, you know, a negotiation of sorts into what you actually like. I want you to be happy about exercise, make it a part of your life, and be more healthy and happy by including it. And you can only do that if you enjoy what you're doing. So that's the most important thing, in my opinion. If you hate what you're doing, you need to stop it. You need to, if you hate 
working out in general, guess what? You can make very good progress and probably get to your goal at almost the same time frame with dialing in nutrition a little bit more if you train only one or two times a week. I'm serious. You don't have to train five or six days. That's something I can get into in another episode. I've done experiments on this with myself. You don't have to train as much as you think. You don't have to lift as much weight as you think. You don't have to have as much intensity as you think. You can, and you're going to be better off from it, but it's not completely necessary. I've been in this game a long time. I've helped a lot of different people transform their bodies, get into exercise, figure out what they like to do, train that way, and teach them how to do it for a long time. I've done that a lot with people. What I can say as a fact is there's a lot of roads to get to your destination. Sure, it might take a little bit longer. You might, if you do things one way, it might take you an extra year to get to where you want to be. Someone might shave off a year doing things absolutely perfectly. But is that year worth doing it if you hate the process the whole time? I say love the process, even if it takes you a little bit longer. And my belief is that you will get to the point that you want to be unless it is a top 1% in the world. Then you probably have to train a very specific way. If you're just trying to look and perform a certain way and feel a certain way, there's a lot of roads to that destination. And you can pick and choose the one you like. The second thing is a little bit contradictory. I hope not, but within doing what you like, you need to be working on your weaknesses. We're all going to be good at different things. We're all going to be kind of naturally good at different exercises and different exercise types. I would challenge you to work on the ones that you're not so good at. And the reason for that is only because you're going to become more balanced, more injury proof, and you might be surprised at the benefits you get from improving the things you're not good at. Me, for example, I would say from the start, kind of a, this is just like a gut feeling based on performance when I was younger, kind of a gifted endurance athlete naturally. So I never had problem running, doing cardio activity, doing things for a long time, didn't necessarily get tired and winded doing those kind of things. I could go and go and go. Long running engine. But my strength level was just not there. I remember even visiting a physical therapist when I was younger uh, because of like a winging scapula, not even being able to do like a couple push-ups as an example for the physical therapist on, on what my scapula was doing during movement. Strength was maybe a weakness. I worked on that for a long time, and now it's a strength, and I can say that the benefits have been huge. That's a very, very general exercise type way of working on weaknesses. There's also a more specific level of specific exercises. Maybe you have a really strong lower body. You're naturally strong at the leg press, at the squat, at lunges, even deadlifts, but your upper body is very weak. You have a weak bench press, don't curl a lot of weight, your overhead press is bad, all of these things, if you improve that upper body strength and actually be specific to that, dedicate your time and energy towards that, you'll be surprised at how good your results are in every area and how your body transforms because you work on that weakness. Even in a specific movement, to even get more granular here, in a squat, if your weakness is at the bottom of the squat, you can't get out of the hole, work on that as you train your squat. Don't just do squats. Focus on 
pausing at the bottom, doing work from the bottom of the squat, working on your mobility, your power, your speed, so you get better at your weakest part of the movement. That is how you get better, improve, and eliminate weaknesses, which is going to burst through your plateaus. Plateaus only happen because it finds the weakest link in your movement, and that's what holds you back. So you have to work on those weakest links so they never become a problem. If you're trying to bench press more weight and you can't lock out the weight, eventually that's going to make you plateau. If you're if you work on your tricep strength because that's your weakness, that's ne- never going to really going to be a problem. You just eliminated that weakness, became an expert lock outer, locker outer, whatever that word would be. So that is key. Work on your weaknesses, even if it's in a training modality you like. Kind of, you got to work on the things you don't like because you might not be good at them. So the next thing is a little bit more specific of a prescription. So as a coach and a trainer, the next two things and three things are what I want to see you doing as far as exercise. Yes, the general recommendations of doing what you like and working on your weaknesses and those things is important, but I want to see you include a few things in your fitness lifestyle. Number one is going to be some kind of resistance training. Studies have shown that there is a direct link to leg strength and strength in general to longevity, meaning that if you're strong and stable and you know able to move your body through space, that's going to directly help you live longer. It's going to help you not fall as you get older. It's going to help you function in daily life a lot better. Strength is very important. And it's not just one rep mat strength training. It's just using some kind of resistance, usually weights or cables or machines or bands to make a muscle grow and be stronger. A lot of times people want some kind of transformation. They focus on the fat loss component. And in reality, the most, the biggest change they could really make is to add some muscle. That's going to help the metabolism. That's going to help them function better at life and look a certain way at a higher body fat, which is only going to help. That's something I can get into in a later episode if you're interested. Weights are very important. I would say the most important training modality you can do. So every program I write for somebody is going to have some kind of resistance training in it. Even if you come to me and say, I want to run a marathon, I want to do an Ironman, I want to, I don't know, do the Iditarod with my sled dog team, you are going to need some kind of weight training. Even if it's specific to that activity, even if it's one day a week, you're going to need some kind of resistance training to either make yourself better or to retain your muscle as you diet or something along those lines. So that is the cornerstone. Every training program should be based around the weights in some capacity. Next, I want you to do some kind of cardio and conditioning. Now, a lot of people overdo the cardio, and they focus a lot on doing that cardio, getting the heart rate in the right zone, burning calories that way. I got to admit, I don't even think about it like that. It's not about burning calories. It's not about burning fat. It's not about anything in those lines. It's about heart health and being better at the weight training. So the cornerstone is the weight training. The cardio or the conditioning workouts are to increase your work capacity to do better in the weight training. If you're in better shape from throwing a sandbag around or doing the rowing machine or running on the treadmill or outside, 
if you're in better shape because of that, you're going to be able to keep your breath, perform better, burn more calories, build more muscle in the weight training as you go. The cardio alone isn't going to be the big thing that's going to be a game changer, but it is going to help you in other areas. There's really two camps in cardio conditioning. The one side that does way too much and they rely on that when in reality the weights and the nutrition is going to be the most important. But then there's the other side, the meathead that doesn't do any cardio, cardi no, cardio, you know, anti-cardio movement, that kind of thing. That's not good either because of the health component to it. It's great for your heart and that should be a focus of yours. You're exercising because you want to live longer and be better and you don't want to be winded going up the stairs or you know, have problems with your heart later on because you didn't do your conditioning. So do some cardio, be active. And that's my last one is along those same lines, just to live a healthier life and perform better in the gym, you need to have an active lifestyle or hobby or something. And that doesn't have, that doesn't mean you have to play a sport, although that's a great way to approach it. Um, some kind of active lifestyle is going to benefit you like crazy. It's actually going to take the pressure off your workouts because, you know, there's somebody I know who is really, really into rock climbing and he is just an avid rock climber, boulders all the time, goes to the university's rock wall, goes on rock climbing trips. His training is hit or miss, does some weights here and there, misses workouts, doesn't do dedicated cardio sessions, but guess what? His nutrition's on point. And he's very good at that active hobby, and he is in some of the best shape of anyone I know because, one, he has something he cares about and can train for and knows that he has to eat to perform, but two, it's just because his downtime is spent being active and living that type of lifestyle. Finding a hobby that gets you outside, that gets you moving is huge, even if it's just walking your dog. Even if it's just, maybe it's doing the workouts and just enjoy that. Maybe it's just trying something new. Maybe it's cleaning the house. I don't know. You can just fill in the blank on what you enjoy, but some kind of active hobby or lifestyle is going to go a long, long way. And the last thing I want to talk about today is training in different ways for your goals. This is kind of a common mistake that I see is changing up your training drastically for fat loss goals and muscle gain goals. So in general, everybody has the goals to either lose fat or gain muscle. There's also some performance in there, but most everybody and likely everyone listening to this show wants to do one of those two things, build muscle or lose fat or both. And a big mistake is drastically changing your training when it comes to one or the other. You go into muscle gain mode and you're doing a bodybuilder split, lifting heavy weights, you go into a fat loss phase, you start doing circuits, uh, classes, dances, car more cardio, that kind of thing. There is a way to ramp up calorie burn through your training, which is good. But in general, things should stay roughly the same. There are tweaks you can do like lowering volume if your calories are lower, meaning you're doing a little bit less work on the weights. Maybe you up your cardio a little bit to burn more calories or you take more steps or you focus on that active hobby just to be burning more calories through the day. But in general, things should stay the same. The weights are the cornerstone. You're doing what you like. You aren't necessarily 
doing tons of cardio or no cardio and you have a good balance going. That's what I recommend, keeping things relatively the same. Nutrition is the easiest variable to track and it's the easiest variable to manipulate because you're able to raise and lower calories, take foods out, add foods in. It's much easier than gauging everything with exercise like intensity, calorie burn, recovery, how you feel that day and perform that day. There's a lot of different variables that go into exercise. So I just keep things relatively the same and then tweak the nutrition. That's something we can get into in a future show. Thank you for listening to this one. Those are the pillars, the things you need to be focusing on if you want to be making optimal progress. And really, it's about just living a healthy life, living a long life, and doing something you enjoy and that you're going to stick to for a long time. Once again, the underlying component here is sustainability. You need to be doing exercise or training in a way that you like to be doing it. My coaching with clients has evolved over time and even this year already where I am going to coach you in the way that you want to stick to it. And if you really don't care and you just say, get me these results, I will do what I think is best and you have to do it. There's that level of coaching, but the other level is just do what you like and I'll give you a great program to follow to train in that way. You don't have to train like me to get results like me. There's a lot of different roads to where I am or where you want to be, and you can pick the road that you want. And that's the cool thing about fitness. That's it for today, guys. Episode 385 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me for another one. And I appreciate you listening to the podcast every episode, subscribing and checking out my Instagram, Stoltz Jordan. That's just my daily life, um, farmhouse things and all that um, where I just give you updates on how I'm doing. So follow me there. Listen to the podcast. I'll be back on Friday for another show. This might be coming out a day late. Uh, But we're still getting three episodes out this week and every week for the foreseeable future. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, food, and and freedom. freedom.